Shalom Aleichem Rabbi Say. As we continue in Sefer Shmais, this week, Pashas Yisrael, we talk about the tremendous schus that Yisrael had of receiving the Tarak Daisha from Maimon Sinai. The Torah describes the awesome revelation that Yisrael had by Maimon Sinai. We say Dayenu on Pesach. So one of the Dayenuists is Ilu Kevenu that would have been enough. So the Yeshiva of Shlomo one time asked, how could that be? What does that mean if we would have taken us to Arsina and wouldn't have given us the Torah, that would have been enough. The whole purpose of going to Arsina was to get the Torah. If you don't get the Torah, what's the point? So Revolva said over from his Rebbe, Yeruchim that the Maimon Harsina, the revelation and the, the awareness of Okla Yisrael was able to be presented with at Maimon Harsinai, that was the that was the thing that Okla Yisrael needed to see the most. The the Gila of Akadosh Baruch Hu, the revelation of Akadosh Baruch Hu, to see that he's the Bayalam and that he's the Manaka Olam, that was the whole point of Maimon Harsinai. So why do we have Torah? The Torah explains with all, but just like we have a thermos, and a rucham, just like we have a thermos. So when you put hot water into a thermos, the thermos preserves the the warmth of the water and keeps the water warm. So too, learning the Torah keeps the Maimon Hasidai warm. When we learn the Torah and we realize the greatness of the Torah, that reminds us and brings us back to that tremendous giloy of Maimon Hasidai. And so the the Torah that we have is the thermos that keeps that warm. So therefore, even if we wouldn't have gotten the Torah, as long as we had my Rasina, that's the Iker, because that's really what Hashem wanted to, do, to, to show us. But before Maimon Hasina, before Kabbalah's Torah, we find Yisrael and Maishra Bainu, father and son, father-in-law and son-in-law, reuniting with each other. When Maishra Bainu was on his way to Mitzrayim to come and free the... the the Kaisal from Mitzrayim, so he brought along with him his <coughs> his wife and two children. I'm talking about this by Parashat Shmutz. He took his wife and two children, and as he's coming there, he meets Aaron Akayin, and Aaron Akayin says to him, who are these people you bring with you? This is my wife and two children. What do you mean, my wife and two children? He said, you don't have enough people here in Mitzrayim that were trying to get out, you're going to go bring more people? So Maish Rabbeinu sent back his wife and children to his father-in-law, and then he went on into Mitzrayim to bring Klai Yisrael out. And here Maish Rabbeinu is reunited with his father-in-law, and when Maish Rabbeinu gives tremendous respect to his father-in-law, and all Klai Yisrael comes out to greet him, it was a big, big covid that came to came to Yisrael. And Yisrael gives advice to Maish Rabbeinu how he should go about um, dealing with the questions of Klai Yisrael, and it shouldn't he shouldn't become overwhelmed and, and, and not be able to keep up what he's doing. Maish Rabbeinu listens and follows too. That, that, that's what the Torah discusses in the beginning. But something attracted Yisrael to come now to meet up with Maish Rabbeinu. And what's that? So the Pasuk says, Vayishma Yisrael kayin midyon chayisim Maishet kol asher asher osa lekim lemaisha ulisrael amoy. Yisrael Heard, this is the father of Moshe, heard everything that Hashem did to Moshe and to Klai Yisrael. 
כי הייצי השם מסיסור מצרים, והשם פלוק כל ישראל על מצרים. אז רש"י אסק סווייט דיר, מה שמו השם ובואו די אמבוליבול פינגס, that Yisrael heard that Hashem did to Klai Yisrael that attracted uh, him, him to come to join Vaishrabeinu, Kriyas Yamsuf ומלחמת המלך. The splitting of Yamsuf and מלחמת המלך. So the question which many ask is why Dafka these things, why specifically these things, why about Lomachis, why specifically Kriyas Yamsuf and מלחמת המלך. So why When, the, when Chazal tell us that he was sitting there together with Bilam and Eiv and Parai and they were, they were planning on how to destroy Klai Yisrael, Yisrael couldn't handle that, he ran away. Right? Yisrael was a person who had values and, 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 and proper middles, proper... <coughs> he, was just, he was a very, very big bench, a very proper person. So he was looking to see that in people... Now, there was something that was very, 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 very impressive to him about Klai Yisrael. He hears about Klai Yisrael going out of Mitzrayim. Right? And he heard about the Makis. And here's Klai Yisrael going outside. And he sees that they're able to go through Kriyas Yamsuf, the miracles that they had. But one thing bothered him very, very much that he couldn't understand. The Mitzrayim tortured and tormented Klai Yisrael for many, many years while they were in Mitzrayim. How come the Jews didn't retaliate? Why didn't they, why didn't they do something to show them their frustration and, and wipe out the mitzvah for what they had done to them? Usually what Yisrael was accustomed to seeing was if, they, if let's say, there was a, a nation that had to rebel against those that they were taken into captivity of, usually it got very messy when they ran out. So why didn't Israel go ahead and fight to fight with the mitzvah? So then he thought to himself, you know what, maybe it comes from the, the beautiful midos, the beautiful characteristic traits of Klal Yisrael. Maybe Klal Yisrael didn't want to hurt the Mitzrim because even though they were tormented, even though they were tortured, but there was also a karasatayim that they fell to the Mitzrim. After all, the Mitzrim hosted them for many years. They got food for the Mitzrim. They, were, they had shelter for the Mitzrim. There were good things that the Mitzrim did for them as well during that period that they were there. wasn't always tortured or wasn't always torment and therefore even though now they had to get out because they couldn't be there anymore because they saw what Mitzrayim was doing to them but they weren't going to retaliate the way that they were going to hurt them because they felt gratitude and Akarasatayim and Yisra was very impressed by that but then Yisra thought to himself maybe I'm wrong maybe that's not the reason why listen they were tormented and they were tortured and people which were tormented and tortured for so many years they were a weak nation And they were, they were, you know, you know, battered and beaten and they weren't strong enough to be able to fight. Maybe they really would have fought against them. So it doesn't necessarily prove that they had Hakar Satayv and that they were being thankful to the Egyptians and therefore that's why they didn't want to retaliate, right? Maybe it's because they were just too weak. On that, Rashi tells us, Mashmur Shavu Vah. What was it that 
Yisrael heard that attracted him to come <coughs> to join Klai Yisrael. That he saw that they went out, there was Kriyas Yamsuf, and then the Hamas Amalek right afterwards. They fought a war. Not only did they fight that war, they, they were victorious and they won that war. So we saw from there that they weren't as, as broken <coughs> and as battered. We saw how successful they were being able to fight that war. Oh, that's the case. That shows that I was right in the first place. That the reason why they didn't want to do something against the Mitchum is because they still felt a Christ type. And that decency of Midos and, and that fineness of character that Yisrael saw in Kali Yisrael is something that attracted him. And that's why he came now out to beat Moshe Rabbeinu in Kali Yisrael in the Midbar. That's the Ksavsoifus Mahalach. That we saw, Yisrael saw the Hakaris Atayv that Kali Yisrael had. Maybe there's another approach. And maybe the second approach might even be the source for how a person can even have a Hakaris Atayv. I'll show you what I mean. Now, this approach I heard many years ago from my Rebbe of Yaakov Friedman Shlita. He once asked the question, I think he said one of his children asked the question at the Shabbos table. It says that what attracted Yisrael to come was Kriyas Yamsuf, the crossing of Yamsuf, the tremendous thing that happened with, with the splitting of Yamsuf, and the war with Amalek. Now, he asked the question, or his child asked the question, why does Rashi specifically mention that what attracted him was Kriyas Yamsuf and the war with Amalek? It wasn't just the war. They were Minatzeach. They were victorious. They won the war. So why doesn't why doesn't Rashi say what impressed him was the, <coughs> the Kriyas Yamsuf and the victory that they had against Amalek? That's what should have attracted him. Why the war that he had that, that they had with Amalek? So Rabbi said like this. He said, the Gemara Yavamah says, Gimel Midais Ra'uma Zu. There's three characteristic traits to this nation, Kal Yisrael. Baishonim, Dachmanim, Vegoim Lechasodim. They get embarrassed easily, they're merciful, and they do chesed, they, they're, they're kind-hearted and help people. Now, when you call Kal Yisrael Baishonim, that they get embarrassed easily, at first, at you know, first glance or at first, at first hearing that, we would think that Klai Yisrael is very timid, very, very fragile, and that if you tell them something, that they're very get shaken up, and they don't have any stamina and backbone to themselves, and therefore they get embarrassed very easily. But as my Rebbe, right, that you see that Klai Yisrael has also the meaning of Azus. They knew what, how to stand up brazenly to go ahead and fight for what they felt was right. Azus the Kedusha, to go ahead and fight what they felt was right. So you see, they weren't as timid. They weren't as as, uh, as fragile as it would sound. So what's the pshat? So Barabi said over, B'Shem de Baral, that the Baral said that the meter of Baishonus, of being embarrassed, and the meter of, of, of standing up and fighting for what you feel is right, is not, is not a contradiction from each to each other. It really comes from the same source. Why? Why does a person get embarrassed? Let's say I say something to somebody that offends him. It only makes a person embarrassed if he touches his heart and he takes it sensitively. Now, some people you can say things to them; they just don't get it. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. They don't. You know. They don't. They don't. They don't realize you even said something to them. They're just totally, totally insensitive to what's told to them. So when a person gets embarrassed, it's a sign of a sensitive, healthy, sensitive heart. 
explains the morale. That's the same thing when a person has to stand up and make a protest against something or to, 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 to strongly express their opinion about something with an azos, with a brazenness, with a strength, right? That's coming from the same source. I see something wrong. I see something that needs rectification. I see something that needs to be, to be put in place. So I stand up to it with that excitement and that, 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 uh, vibrant, that I have inside me to be able to do that and to fight that. That also is the sign of a sensitive heart that something touched me that I should, that I should do the right thing to fix it up. So it's not a contradiction. It's coming from the sign of a healthy, sensitive heart. Now, a healthy, sensitive heart, that's the characteristic of it. And that's the chat that that's one of the midas of Kalisol by Shonim, that they have sensitive hearts. Which type of azos is the azos that's a contradiction to of getting embarrassed, that's as pudding. That's when a person just desensitizes himself. He doesn't allow himself to let things penetrate and to go inside him. So explain my Rebbe that when Klai Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim, Klai Yisrael was, was presented with one of the most unbelievable things that happened in the history of the world, Kriyas Yamsuf where the entire Yamsuf split and every body of water all over the world, a cup of water, a bathtub, everywhere, everything split into two. And people saw that, you know, all over the world. Such a thing to be happening inside the world should have melted anybody's heart and impressed anybody. Now here, Amalek, which is the Reish Kol Ha'amen, you know, like the head of all the nations, they're the pride of all the nations. And they come now and they can wage a war with Klai Yisrael right after seeing Kriyas Yamsuf, right after hearing about the tremendous uh, experience that the world experienced of Kriyas Yamsuf. That's the sign of an insensitive heart. They're not, they don't let things penetrate to feel anything, that they can come and make a mochama. That's why Yisrael was attracted to come to Klai Yisrael, because when he saw that the head of the nations, Amalek, after seeing Kriyas Yamsuf and then Milchamas Amalek, making a Milchamah, not the victory, the Milchamah itself, the fact that they were ready to fight a Milchamah, that showed the insensitivity of the of, of Amalek, and therefore that's what attracted Yisrael to come to Klal Yisrael. Now, I think that maybe that's also the source for the Tzav Seifer's word. How could a person come to Hakaris Ataif? You can only have Hakaris Ataif if you realize and you have a sensitivity in your heart to realize that I got more than I deserve. Like we said many, many times, <coughs> the first time that we find in the Torah the idea of a Torah's Atayv is when Leia named Yehuda. Now I can thank Hashem that I took more than my share because all the, all the wives of Yaakov were supposed to have three and she was having a fourth one. When you start to be sensitive and to realize, hey, look, I don't, nothing's owed to me. I, nobody, nobody has, I don't have a contract with anybody having to give anything to me. And you realize and you appreciate, and you notice the things that you have and you appreciate it. That's also the sign of a sensitive heart. And that's really the source of a yid. The source of the yid is a yiddish heart, that heart that gets inspired. And that's the heart that we get, <coughs> that, we, that inspires us in our Torah that we live in. That's the heart that inspires us in the davening that we daven. And that's the heart that inspires us in the chesed that we have. Torah, Elvaida, and Gemilus Chasadim. In Yitz Hashem, we should all be able to identify 
and come be in touch with our hearts so that we can be able to take our, our hearts and open them up properly, which like is showing from the, from the morale and maybe also the Ksav Sefer to an extent that the, the sight of the Yid is the sensitive heart that we have. And if we take our hearts and we work with them and we build them, that will be Hashem give us the care to come to build ourselves stronger and stronger in our Vedas Hashem and come to tremendous Madragas in Terra Mirashana. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos and go to